Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth, creator of Namology Science and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. And in each weekly show, you'll hear the fascinating ways other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. At the end of tonight's show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. All over the world, people have many, many diverse interests. And in that vein, people have asked about different occupations and areas of life that have highly interested them. People want to know how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset by utilizing the gifts that are seen in their name when they're using nameology science. So how does someone express their creative talents and how does someone share those gifts with others in such a way that all benefit? Our expert tonight is Ty Kane, who has developed his genius in the area of future visioning. Ty Kane grew up in a very grounded and practical life in Utah and at a log cabin in the mountains of Montana. When he was 20, he became interested in personal growth. So he started traveling the world, studying every form of psychology, therapy, religious, and non-conventional personal growth programs, anything he could find. Later, when his life was threatened with a debilitating illness, he tried all of the modalities that he had previously learned, only to be disappointed that none of them worked. Further research taught him that these processes fail for most people. Failure to heal using all the knowledge he had gained caused him to have suicidal depression. However, something his mentor, Jack Purcell, had said initiated the beginning of the understanding of quantum physics and the power of hope towards one's future. This would later be incorporated into a program that he created titled The Power of the Future. Once he understood the power of the future, his body completely and instantly healed itself from both his life-threatening illness and his suicidal depression. The senior writer from the magazine Psychology Today found his work to be so interesting that she wrote a series of articles about Ty and his work with envisioning the future. She changed her own life when she experienced Ty Kane's future visit visioning program. Christiane Northrup, a world-renowned doctor, changed the healing chapter of her multi-million copy best-selling book, Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom, after just one conversation with Ty about his future visioning process. Ty co-wrote a book called Falling in Love with Your Future with Valerie uh, Lamy, and he has a new book out, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Ty. Hello, Sharon. I'm very happy to be with you particularly because you are one of those people who is excited about the future. And guess what? That is the single most powerful characteristic of the most successful, healthiest, and happiest people in the world. So when you and I met, your energy, your enthusiasm was just so uh, oh, bubbly. You're like carbonated. And so I'm really happy to talk to you again and to share a brighter future with your audience. Well, thank you. You know, Winston Churchill did say that Uh, no matter how depressing the current state is, that you can tell successful people are those that go from one disappointment to another just as enthusiastically to the next disappointment. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I just thought it was kind of a funny quote. Okay. Well, the enthusiasm to keep going, literally, uh, Oprah Winfrey, Richard Branson, Bill Gates, Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, if you look at all the people 
the, all, all the biographies that you've read and studied, all of those people who are really made a difference in the world, they had a vision of the future. And even through the disappointments, that vision of the future kept them going. Well, I keep hoping then that my vision of the future happens. I've been waiting a long time. <laughs> anyway, I would like to know, in a nutshell, Ty, like if you thought about Reader's Digest version that you only had 30 seconds to talk and, and complete this yes. in, what would you yes. say, what is your future visioning process that you created? What does it do? Just a, a short synopsis. Yes, it helps you or anyone or everyone who wants to think and feel like Bill Gates, Richard Branson, Oprah Winfrey, to feel the, and think the way they do so that then they can not only persevere through the dark times, but actually create more and more easy success. So it's using our brain the way it naturally wants to work connecting to the future. That's what our brains automatically do. Our frontal lobes literally are about connecting to the future. But no one ever taught us that. I was never taught that. It didn't, so I studied psychology, therapy, healing, consciousness, meditation, all that stuff around the world. And most of that is based on the past or based on being in the moment. But Connecting to the future is the key to success and health and happiness. As you said, Jack Purcell, he said the, the most profound thing. It took me 20 years to figure out what he said. He said, the future creates the present. You know, I just... remember reading that about him because I got to study with him also not nearly as long as you did. But it, when you told me that initially, I thought, oh, I want to go back and read more of his stuff. And we're going to want to know more about what that means. So when he said the future creates the present, how did you interpret that? What did you eventually decide that that actually means? Well, at first, it just, it just confused me. I literally got dizzy. It, I felt like he turned my brain upside down inside my skull. And then I kept listening, and he said, no, our, our, our life is actually run by our future. You know Stephen Covey, the, the, one of the best-selling right. business authors in the, in the world? The, he wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He actually had a cabin just down the way from ours, so I knew him my whole life, but I had no idea what he did until I got his book, and it's brilliant, genius. And his first habit is be proactive, do something, which ultimately means take responsibility. But the second habit of the seven habits, begin with the end in mind. Yeah, that would mean looking at the future. (laughs) Exactly. All successful people do it. And he he didn't just make that up. He found that by studying thousands and thousands of successful people. When you look at successful people, which I hope all of your audience will literally change, like you said, you can have a single moment that changes your life. I hope this show is that moment for your audience because it was for me. When I heard the future creates the present, it literally shorted my brain out. It took me 10 years, about 15 years to figure out what that meant. But once once it registered... It changed my whole life, gave me my career, healed me of both of those illnesses, the, the life-threatening illness and the suicidal depression, because I started to work consciously with my future. And Which is just amazing. Before we get into more of this, this is the part of the show where we interpret a portion of our, of our guest name. Are you ready? Cool. Yes, 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 for sure. Okay. Okay, so your name immediately indicates that you're an all-or-nothing person. If you're going to put some energy into something, you're going to go all the way to the top and do the very best you can until you're the very best at what you're doing. And if you don't feel like you can go all the way to the top with it, then it's like, eh, why bother? We're not even going to start this one. So it's an all or nothing, you know, let's go for it. It also, yes. your name also indicates that you learn through relationships. Now, all of us learn in one of three patterns, relationships, finances, or health. And your name indicates that you learn through relationships and you major in family relationships. So those people you consider family, they don't have to be blood relatives. They give you your greatest lessons. So the good, the bad, the ugly, and the cherished, all of it, it comes through family. And that's how you learn and grow. Then you have another combination in your name that says that you learn from others how to be the leader that leads in such a way that everybody wins around you. That it's always a win-win and it's never a win-lose or a lose-lose. The other thing that's in your name is that you've noticed from others from your observation skills, which are very keen, that you want to make the world a better place because you've seen what's there 
And so you're saying, how do we improve this? How do we make this better? And that you have a tendency to bring very generous people to you that are willing to teach you and show you and help you. And then your name says you're willing to do the work that's necessary to learn what it is that they bring to you. That's so interesting and so cool because this work that I do, I am literally the only therapist in the entire world who's built an entire practice based on our relationship to the future. And that came out of frustration because I tried every other form. I've tried over probably over 100. I have a list of 185 different techniques and, and therapies and things that my clients have tried all together. But I've probably done 100 of those personally. And I found out that they never they, they didn't work. So like you said, it's, it's not just rising to the top, but I also, like growing up in Montana, is a very practical place. And I, I had to decide how to oh. heal, how to find something that works. Okay, how we to need find... to take a break. Stay tuned oh. to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xcbn.net and Xzone Broadcast Network and on the website, knowthename.com. After the break, we're going to find out what it was that Jack Purcell said that started Ty's journey and the importance of connecting with the future. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV. Plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is. But you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. We live in rapidly shifting times of extreme volatility and uncertainty. 
Such profound change brings a unique opportunity for the evolution of consciousness. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, host of Mission Evolution Radio Show, a program that explores the latest scientific developments and deepening spiritual truths supporting human evolution. Join me on xzbn.net, where I interview leading experts in science, physics, medicine, spirituality, and more. By applying divergent viewpoints to leading-edge topics, we uncover expansive and evolutionary truth to assist you on your path to enlightenment. More information and past episodes are available at missionevolution.org. back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyatt, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Our guest tonight is Ty Kane, a future visionary whose website is www.futurevisioning.com. And so that's spelled future, F-U-T-U-R-E, and visioning is V like in victory, I-S-I-O-N-I-N-G.com. Um, I want to quote a chapter, uh, something out of chapter 15 in Dr. Northrup's book. She states that she spoke with you. Then she explains why this future visioning works. And this is what she says is why this stuff works. It says, quoting, what is really going on is that the consciousness that is creating ourselves is often locked in the past and the consciousness keeps recreating the same old patterns. If, however, we change the consciousness that creates ourselves, then our cells and lives improve automatically because health and joy are our natural state. The easiest and fastest way to do this is to imagine your future self in as much detail as you possibly can. And then she asks, if you were in optimum health, what would your life look like? Now, is that the question and the information that she got from you? Is that some of it? Yes. Yes. Because then she goes on to describe different steps. And did those steps right. also come from you? Um, she took what, I, what we had discussed and then sort of wove it in with, uh, with some other processes. Mine is a little more specific. Uh, well, it's interesting. You said at the beginning, um, you, you said future visiting once. Visioning, and then future yeah, visioning. It's actually, <laughs> actually future visioning. And that's, that's what, but future visiting is actually the process. That's what we do in our imagination. That's what I do with my clients. I have them close their eyes and imagine going out and visiting their future, meeting their awesome future self, which is a, literally it causes people to, to cry, to laugh, to celebrate, because most of us have been programmed to have a dark future. And literally the whole rest of our lives is already filled up with struggle, suffering, pain, then getting old, then our body falling apart, then Alzheimer's, then tubes and diapers. Literally, that's already been programmed into us from the time we're young. So what we're doing is just living our way into a badly programmed future. And, uh, well, you mentioned Einstein, who not only proved that there's nothing solid here, it's all ma- we're all made out of energy, our cells are made out of energy. So she, Christiane was talking about cellular healing. And I said, Christiane, to, to heal cells, you really have to deal with the underlying information that's creating the cells. And she paused when I said that, and, and she's the, like the best-known female doctor in the world, and I'm just this guy who does this future visioning fun stuff. And, but she paused and she said, tell me more about that. And so I said, underneath the cells, cells are made of substances. The substances are made of molecules. The molecules are made of atoms, and the atoms are made of subatomic particles. And Einstein proved that those are not particles. They're just energy, waves of possibility. So if you want to change the cells, you have to change the possibility, the instructions that are telling those energies to form either healthy or diseased cells. And the fastest way to change that energy is to visualize your future who is totally healthy and happy. Like you have a bright and happy future self. We were talking about that the other night, your 102-year-old self who's happy and excited and, and, and f- fully energized and alive. When you see that picture, your brain does all the calculations to go, oh, let me see. So we're just going to stay healthy for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years and have a good time. So what I do with my clients is, as Stephen Covey said, begin with the end in mind. I actually take people out into the future, which we might do in the next segment. We might do a brief exercise and actually take your audience out to connect with their future because it's, if you understand it, it's relatively easy to do. 
It's just that no one ever showed us how to do it. So okay. when I created this, it was, it was be- out of desperation, but then I found out it not only worked to heal my, my body instantaneously, and then I was su- suicidally depressed, wanted to kill myself, didn't want to be here. And, I, and you, you mentioned there's one moment that changes a life. This moment changed my entire life 25 years ago. I was in a horrible divorce. I had been just miserable in, in my life. I was in a career that I didn't like in sales. Everything was a struggle. And I, I just felt myself as I was driving along one day, I said, I wish the right front tire would blow because then I would be out of pain. And I realized, oh, my God, I'm wanting to commit suicide. I just don't have the guts to admit it. So I freaked out, started shaking, thought, oh, my God, I need to go put myself in a padded room. And this is after 20 years of studying every form of therapy and healing, psychology, meditation, all that stuff. None of it helped. So I came to my house, freaked out, sat down just shaking for hours. And then I thought, wait a minute. My life right now is miserable, and I pretty much expect life to be miserable. And then the Montana kid in me, who's kind of practical, said, who would want to stay around for 70 years of struggle? And I realized that my desire to kill myself was a totally sane thought because my future sucked. And I said, oh, my God, I either have to kill myself to get rid of the pain, or what if I changed my future? In that moment, and that was 15 years after Jack had said the future creates the present, I applied it. I said, oh, my God, it is the future that's creating me. I'm going to change my future. And I decided to change my career, to, get, to finish the divorce, to complete everything, to start doing this, which is working with people, which, as you said, I love people, relationships, doing something that really works and that is unique. So I created the future vision right there in that desperate moment, instantaneously came out of my depression, got excited about, hey, this looks like fun. And I'm still here 25 years later. So and I when you with, were creating this future visioning program that you have, did you have stumbling blocks along the way and it, while you were trying to create the program? And if you did, how did you overcome them? Um, yeah, absolutely, yes. Um, but again, I had the connection to the future, and I realized that what I need to do is learn how to work with the future. No one had ever done it before. I looked around. There's no therapy is all about the past. Meditation is about being in the present. There's some, there's some, some short visualizations that go into the future, but they don't understand how powerful the future is. They're just like desperately seeking, which is why affirmations and New Year's resolutions don't work. It's like a desperate, I hope, I hope, I hope, rather than taking back our power and realizing literally I get to create my future and then that future is going to create me. It's a loop of creation that's out in front of us. So as long as I had that out in front of me, I've been happy for like 25 years since that moment because I'm excited about where I'm going. And even if it gets difficult, if, you know, whatever, car problems, an issue with a client, whatever, things in my life, even if those things happen, because I can see the future on the other side, I'm excited about it. And so problems are not nearly as big. They used to be like driving me to the edge of suicide. Now they're just, okay, but like Harvecker said, if you feel like a, a three and you have a problem that's a five, you're in big trouble. But if you grow yourself to be an eight, then a problem that is a five is just something that you deal with. And if you connect to your future, you're literally a 10. You're powerful. You see that awesome future self. So I take people out 10 years, then out to the end of this life, and then to beyond this lifetime, because like Teilhard de Chardin, the French, French philosopher, said, we're not human beings having a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. You know, something so our biggest future said, is out beyond this lifetime where we go back to spirit. You know, something you just said with the numbers made me think about Donald Trump and something I read today about how 20 years ago he was talking about the situation. There's a video with him being interviewed and he's talking about the situation with North Korea and what needs to be done. And I thought... He's been visioning for the last 20 years what we need to do with North Korea. And I thought, isn't that key timing with exactly what you're saying with envisioning? And now he's dealing with North Korea, just like he said, this needs to be done. So he's been right. thinking about it for 20 years. Anyway. Right. Um, every, every successful person, if you go, and I do that when I talk to successful people, I ask them, so how do you feel about the future? And they go, oh, I'm totally excited about the future. And I go, well, do you know how weird you are? And they go, no, isn't everybody? And I go, no. 
That's what I said to you when we were talking in San Diego. I said, you're a weirdo because you're genuinely excited about your future. And what I pointed out to you is only about 3% of the population is genuinely enthusiastic, excited, and feeling empowered about their future. The other 97% of us, which is what I was up until that, that moment when I changed my life and chose a different future, 97% either see a dark future or a gray future. The 3%, those are the Oprahs, the, well, Bill Gates, he's in his garage and he said, I see a computer in every house in the world. And now he's done it. He, he, he is amazing what they've been able to do. Hey, Tim Kasser, a social scientist, and he's a professor at the University of Illinois. He studied two different kinds of motives for human being, like what got human beings going. One of them right. is intrinsic motivation, and the other was extrinsic. So intrinsic motivations, you do it for the joy of it, like playing with the kids, playing the piano, helping another person. And then extrinsic motivation is something you do to get something. For example, instead of playing the piano for the joy of it, you have to play it in a dive bar that you absolutely hate, but you need the money to pay the rent or something. Right. Okay? right. So. So he discovered, Kasher discovered, that people whose lives were dominated by extrinsic values had a worse time in almost every respect. They were sicker, they were angrier, they experienced less joy and more despair. And they had worse right. relationships and they were more insecure. And then yes. he did 22 different studies and then other scientists got into the field and he read those studies and he found that the more materialistic and extrinsically motivated you become, the more depressed you become. And, and that all of this values correlate with increased anxiety. So we're right at needing to take another break. But when we come back, I'd like to see how view, future visiting, visioning, I'm having a hard time with that word. <laughs> we'll do both. Um, anyway, um, when we look at our futures, how that correlates to what motivates us. So we need yes. to take that at next break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and Exxon Broadcast Network Station and on the website, knowthename.com. The show's dedicated to being able to envision our futures. And after the break, we'll find out how to think like those successful people. Stay tuned. Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. AVS Media. You have heard of the Exxon? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 
401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, After the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Ty Kane, who can be reached on his website, Future Visioning. Now, visioning, just because I keep mispronouncing it, I want to spell it for you, is V like in victory, I S like in silly, I O N I N G dot com. So before the break, we had just talked about Casser's reasons for intrinsic or extrinsic motivation. So how yes. does seeing the future help with either intrinsic, extrinsic, or both? Um, it actually supersedes both, and I'm very familiar with that kind of work. I tried that. I studied all of that before I hit the wall with my illness and my suicidal depression. And all those ideas about intrinsic or extrinsic or the various personality factors, none of those helped me at all, or, nor have they helped any of the thousands of clients I've worked with. It's an interesting idea. It's a great thing to, if, you're, if you're intellectual and you like being curious about stuff and, and sort of analyzing from outside. But my, my study, like with Stephen Covey, he went into business, which is very future-oriented and interested in what works. I was on the edge of death twice, so I wasn't interested in a philosophy. I was interested in what's going to save my life. So what I found is if, you're, if you use that, just an example, and, and actually what I'd love to do is do that, um, uh, that dark road, light road exercise, just give you this explanation, and then actually do it. People yeah. will be able to feel it for themselves. But, but not until next if time. You have, if you have a dark future, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether you're intrinsically or extrinsically motivated you're still going to be miserable and anxious. If you define anxiety, it's the, people don't even know what it is. They say, I have an anxiety disorder. Well, what is it? It's a fear of something bad happening in the future. So again, if you're afraid vision. of your future, if you're afraid of your future, it doesn't matter what kind of motivation you try to think you have. You're still going to be scared and sad and miserable. But if you have a bright future, then you don't even you don't even care so much about whether you're extrinsically or intrinsically motivated because you have both. Like I I'm motivated from inside. We're actually all motivated from inside. It's our feelings inside and I'm really excited about my future and the outside world and all that's going to happen for you and me and all the people we're going to create a bright future. We've already decided to do that and more and more people are waking up. It's time to create a bright future and we're actually doing it. You got to go through some chaos and Donald Trump and that craziness. That we have to get through that. But the bright light at the other, it's like, you know, the old country western song, there's a light in the tunnel. I sure hope it ain't a train. <laughs> no, I hadn't heard that. <laughs> so, well, I grew up in Montana, so there are a lot of things like that. The other one that's my favorite, I'm not sure if I can say it, but in, in, I, I was working with a bunch of drug addicts at, a, at an addiction center, and I was talking to them about the future, and they were trying to do the 12 steps, which also fails like 99% of the time. And I was talking to them about the future, and they were really excited. And after I explained the whole idea of the future, sort of like what we're talking about, this John over in the corner is a young guy from Montana. He raised his hand. He said, you know, I think I understand what you're saying, because I've been talking for an hour, which you can tell, obviously, I could do. So I've been talking for an hour. He says, you know, in Montana, what we say is 
Better to aim for the moon, or better to, hold on, reset that one. He said, better to aim for the moon and miss than aim for a pile of crap and hit. <laughs> That's a good one, too. That sounds like a country one. And he didn't use the word crap. He was from Montana. So <laughs> okay. he was understanding the future also. So it, it's, it, re- it sounds like it really reached him. I want to, while we still have time, to have your reaction to Gail Minogue's recent report that just came out today and her quote. And I know that because you were at that point of suicidal, I want to discuss the suicides that have been recently in the paper. So Gail Minogue's recent report with facts says, and I'm going to quote, the recent deaths of of Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade have brought to the surface the beast that lies beneath America's successful facade of wealth, power, and control. Yes, we are successful, but we use 75% of the world's anti-depression medication. Since the late 90s, 25 states have recorded increases of more than 30% in the number of suicides. Increases ranged from 5.9% in Delaware to 57.6% in North Dakota. Data from 27 states in 2015 showed that 54% of those who died from suicide were not diagnosed with a mental health condition. So you can't blame it on that. So Ty, plenty of people this week are focused on suicide and their own thoughts on suicide because Kate and Anthony committed suicide last week. So how were you able to completely heal your suicidal depression? And what can you say to people who may be contemplating and saying, hey, if it worked for them, it'll work for me. And why not? Right. Right. Thank you for asking. It's, it's been weighing and uh, so profoundly touching me every time someone commits suicide, because I've been there, I've been to that edge. And because people don't understand the significance of the future, they, they can never fully heal from the suicide. I'm not, I don't, I'm not even afraid of suicidal ideation anymore, because I know how I created it. I know how I uncreated it. Living is a choice every moment. We're powerful beings. We can choose to be here. We can choose to leave. The reason we choose to stay is because it's enjoyable, because it's fulfilling, because life is good. And if you see a dark future, which most people do, drug addicts have the darkest futures of any human beings I've ever met, and I've worked with thousands of them. They have the darkest futures of any human beings I've ever met. So when they would tell me their stories, I'd ask them, so what is your future? They'd tell me, I've been through 12 steps for 20 years. I've been in and out of recovery. I said, I don't care about all that stuff that you've done. I know it doesn't work. It didn't work for me. I said, what I'm interested in is what's in your future? And they'd pause and they'd go, I don't know. I never thought about it. I've been in therapy for 37 years and nobody ever asked me. I've been through 10 different 12-step programs for two, three, five years at a time. No one ever really asked about my future. I said, I know. So, and, and this is answering your question. If you look at what's in your future, you'll understand everything. Like I can, I can read people in literally less than half a second when I met you. I said, so how do you feel about your future? And you were just like bubbly. You started to smile. Your eyes lit up before you ever said a word. And I already knew about you. I already knew the essence of not only who you are, but how much you're doing in life, how much energy you have, and whether you're going to commit suicide or not, is if you're riding on the Titanic, the, 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 the phrase that I ultimately came up with after I tried all of those different methods to heal and they didn't work, and then when I found this and started building the future visioning system, and every time I took another step with it and took another client out in their future and helped them see a brighter future, they changed, they healed, just like me. Illnesses went away, their, their depressions lifted. And so what I ultimately realized was if you don't consciously work with your future, any other therapy healing, every, any other process you do is as useless as rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. Well, that doesn't sound very positive. So. No. It's real. And if you're riding on the Titanic, so I'm still answering your question. If you're riding on the Titanic and you have a sense that you're going to hit an iceberg and at least two-thirds of the 2,200 people on the ship are going to go down and die and they're your friends and your relatives and your kids, and if you feel like you're riding on the Titanic, you're going to be stressed. You're going to be anxious. You're going to be angry underneath that. That's going to take a toll on your immune system. That's going to make you sick. And ultimately, if you spend too much time riding in that anxiety, you're going to want to get off the ship, even if you just have to jump overboard and commit suicide. 
So the answer yeah. is not to take drugs. The answer is not to have a positive attitude. Oh, I'm riding on the Titanic and I'm keeping a smile on my face. I did that for years, put me in the hospital. It's not about trying to decide, well, my values are, are high or low or this, or I want to do something for humanity. Everybody wants to do good things for humanity. The issue is, are you on the Titanic or not? And if you are, you need to tell the truth about it. Like one thing I learned from Montana is just tell the truth. That's the only thing I ever found that really works. And even in the, the psychological world, it's the only thing that really works. Find out if you're riding on the Titanic, tell the truth about it. And then let me see, you have two choices. If you're riding on the Titanic and anxious, you could kill yourself. That's what I sat here and shook for two and a half hours, just freaking out, thinking, okay, I know I could do, I grew up in Utah, Montana. I have guns. I'm a good shot. I knew I wouldn't miss. It was a very real, there was an exit right there, just 10 steps away from me. And I said, wait a minute, I could take myself out, or what if I went up to the con tower and changed the course of the ship? And if you're riding the Titanic and you turn south, guess where you wind up? In the Bahamas. <laughs> now, do you want to kill yourself? If you were headed for the Bahamas and you got to spend the rest of your life in a, in a beautiful, not just the Bahamas as, a, as like a vacation spot, but if you got to live a beautiful life, and, and it doesn't matter how much money, that's what the, the thing with Kate Spade and Anthony and Bourdain, it has nothing to do with your money, with your, even your health, even your relationships. They both had children. I, have a, I had a daughter. I was freaking out. Oh, my God, the worst thing I could do would be leave and, and abandon my daughter, and I still wanted to leave. A better choice is to create a brighter future. And, oh, you mentioned the other day that this is heard on, on military bases around the world. And it just breaks my heart. I've known so many people. And the, the military suicide problem is just, just, it's so terrible. It's so painful. It's so sad. And it's understandable if you talk to people about their future, particularly after going to war or going into the, the, even the military, close to war with that whole mindset. What does that do to your belief about people and particularly the future of humanity and you know, the future of your life? I was married to a soldier during his active um, years in the military. And I will tell you that I cannot go to any war film because to me, every person in that war film has a face and there's, right. they're one of the wonderful people that I met that are serving this right. country. So right. anyway, right. we need to take our last break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. After the break, we're going to find out what Ty Kane has in his name that has assisted him that you might have in your name as well. Stay tuned. Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like X Zone, Sci Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. 
Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Expose Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. The concept of a new age has been around since the late 19th century, yet much of its original meaning has been lost. What exactly is the new age? Is it a religion? A collection of obscure esoteric practices? A series of doomsday predictions? Or an astrological event? The New Age Chronicles is a unique, complimentary publication, bringing reason and grounded information to separate fact from fiction. Chock full of valuable information to support you as we make the monumental shift into the new era. You won't want to miss a single innovative issue. The New Age Chronicles newspaper is coming soon to www.newagechronicles.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Ty Kane, whose website is futurevisioning.com. He has taken his skills to the level where he is able to help others by helping them envision their own futures and making them bright and really cheerful and something that you would want to experience. Okay, so Dr. Edward Banfield, he's a psychologist or sociologist at Harvard University, and he spent over 50 years on one of the most profound studies of success that was ever conducted because he wanted to find the keys to success. He wished to know if there were specific characteristics that led to success so that he could share that with young people in hopes of causing them to be more successful adults. Now, the United States government statistics show that only 5% of the population at age 65 are actually ready to retire financially. So he studied that 5% expecting to find out what it was, you know, that made them successful. So he was expecting the answer to be intelligence, family background, educational opportunities, race, social positioning, influential contracts, you know, something along those lines that made people successful. But it wasn't any of those things. So... What he discovered, Ty, is what you're talking about. He called his future visioning, what you're calling future visioning, long-time perspective. And he stated that it was very important from someone's very early life to start training them to see their long-range future. So how does what Dr. Banfield do compared to what your future visioning program does? Well, I started working with the future 37 years ago and saw how powerful it was. It dramatically changed my life. As I looked around all the biographies that you read and all the successful people and biographies that I looked at, I started to notice the future creates the present and it became more and more and more real. And then I read Edward Bansfield's work about 10 years ago. And it was just another, just like the, the, when I, the first time I read Stephen Covey's book, the, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and the first habit, be proactive, do something. Second habit, begin with the end in mind. Stephen learned that from studying thousands and thousands of successful people. Edward Banfield did the same, studied thousands and thousands of people, and he found that what was interesting about his work was it was the only characteristic that all successful people shared. Some of them came from the wrong side of the tracks. Some of them came from well-to-do families. Some of them went to college. Some of them didn't. Some of them were really smart. Some of them aren't. Intelligence is not, particularly IQ, is not a key to success by any means. So what what Banfield clarified that was fascinating is the only characteristic that all successful people share is their connection to the future. The cool thing is what I discovered that goes even a step beyond that is we all have a connect. Most people assume, well, some people are connected to the future and the others and the other 97% aren't. 
What I discovered by working with my very first client 25 years ago was she was sad, scared, anxious, angry, had terrible chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia for years and years and years, anxiety, panic issues that she dealt with for years, been in therapy and all that stuff. None of it had worked. And when I asked her about her future, she said, I don't see the future. And I said, now, wait a minute. What do you see? Because I started to get really curious thinking about the brain, the frontal lobes are designed That's what they do. Their job is to look and explore the futures. I go, so what do you see? She said, well, um, I don't know. I don't see much. I'm not good at visualization. I said, okay, I'm asking, asking you the same question. What do you see? And all of a sudden she started to cry. And she started to talk about because of her terrible childhood, which was in the past, and she talked about that in therapy for 20 years. Then she started to say, I don't believe love works. I don't believe I'll ever find happiness. I don't, her mother was chronically ill, chronically sick and depressed. She said, so I think as I get older, I'm just going to be chronically ill and depressed. And so far I have been. So what I realized was she had a brilliantly clear, technicolor, terrifying, like you said, you don't like going to scary movies or military movies that have that. A lot of people don't. Young girls like to go to scary movies because it makes them feel something. It shakes them out of their numbness. But she had this brilliantly clear movie of a horrible future. So when people say they don't visualize, they don't see, they don't, it's not that they don't see the future. It's that their future is so terrifying. I found this with every drug addict I've ever worked with. They, they have the most pain-filled futures, and they don't want to look, which is why they drug themselves. It's, it's how you create Alzheimer's. Tell yourself, I don't want to look forward. I don't want to look forward. I don't want to look forward. Tell yourself that for 30 or 40, 50 years. I've had clients who are, who are uh, Alzheimer's patients and dementia. And they just have not wanted to look forward, have not wanted to look forward. And eventually the brain says, okay, we'll turn around and look backwards. And they become children again. Oh, that is so sad. It, I, I've, I've watched many adults that have that. And it's just, oh, I think how horrible. Okay, it, they so, become children. It, they literally turn around and go backwards. Okay, so and could you guide us very briefly on a simple yet profound exercise to assist us in envisioning our future, yep. as we'd like to know what that feels like and the responses that you would normally hear from your exercises. So give us the exercise and then give us like what do you normally hear from people at that part of the exercise? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'd love to. Because my my goal all along, like you said, it's even in my name. I love teaching and I love teaching so it's effective. I'm a great skier and water skier and I did a lot of those things, a lot of physical stuff, jumped out of airplanes and off bridges and did all that kind of daredevil crazy stuff when I was young. And I like teaching other people, not necessarily to do the crazy stuff I did, but to teach them. So I kept working with the future. How do I show someone literally in minutes what's taken me 25 years to learn? So let's do that in three minutes. If you would be, if you would be the representative for the group, Sharon, we sure. kind of talked about this the other day. Okay, so close your eyes. Just, it's just simple. It's not deep hypnosis, not any kind of a really altered state. Just close your eyes. Imagine you're driving on a dark road and you can't see very well. It's curvy, windy, rainy, foggy. You don't know what's up ahead. Can't see around the corners because the trees, the shrubbery gets in the way. And notice, how do you feel in your neck and shoulders, in your body, when you're driving on this dark road? Well, first of all, my shoulders would be up high because I'm going to be very tense and I'm going to be driving very slowly, probably less than the speed limit, because I need to be able to react in case an animal shoots out or something else. Right. And how do you feel emotionally? Um, I'm a little, I have a little trepidation, but I feel like I can make it and I can make it safely. I just need to be very careful. And that's because you're a weirdo and you have trust in the future. Most people don't have that. I didn't have that. If you didn't trust the future, you would be anxious as could be. And if your audience, if, as long as they're not driving, you're operating heavy machinery, close your eyes and try this. See how it feels in your body to be on a dark road. And yes, you'd be filled with trepidation. Now, if you found out that you had to be on this road for six hours, how would you feel? Oh, I've done things like that. And I always get myself a massage on the other end. <laughs> You'd need it. Because my what body if you found out tense. what yeah. if your body's so tense you have to have it? What if you found out you're gonna be on this road for six months? Um, I wouldn't take that route. <laughs> that's that's what suicide is. That's what suicide that's why I wanted out. That's what suicide is. I don't want to be on that. What if you found out that you had to be on this road for six years? Now see, I, I wouldn't 
I wouldn't take that road. I'd, I'd have another option. Just like I that's hear right. about and you, people in traffic but see, that's the difference. and I take a different option. You think you, you know that you have an option. Most people don't. That woman, that client that I had, because of her childhood, because of and 97% of the population don't know that they really have a different option because we're taught, literally, we're taught by everything, by psychology, by religions, that life's a struggle. You have to get through. And what if you found out the rest of your life was going to be on this dark road? Yeah, I don't think you, that's happening. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, and notice, I wouldn't you don't, have anything you, to look for. I, I, just, I, would, right. I just say I've got to start over again. Which is what suicide is. It's just, okay, take me out, start a new movie. I don't even know what's on the other side, but I'm going to do something different. That's where I was twice. And that's where most of the population of the world, especially now with all the craziness with the, the politics and the, the fears of the environment and the global warming and all of that, most people are scared to death of the future. But we get to create the future. It's all energy. Einstein said it's all energy. So why don't we create a better play? So let's do that. So open your eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, one more thing. If you're on that dark road and someone tells you to have a positive attitude and you know you've got like 60 years of this dark road, how do you feel about positive thinking? I just look at him and say, are you nuts? <laughs> right. You smack him. You just yeah. smack him and say, shut up, get out of my car, leave me alone. Right. So that's why none of that stuff can work. It can't work. It just plain, it makes you more angry to try that. Okay. So now open your eyes. Uh-huh. Then this time, close your eyes and you're on a beautiful wide open road. You can travel as fast as you want because there's no traffic. And you know out there you can not only see the beauty around you, but out just over the horizon, you don't even see it yet. But over the horizon, there's a beautiful, glowing, radiant light. And you can tell it's an awesome future where your dreams come true. Okay, so that's the road that we all want to be on. And Ty, this has been such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Okay, guys, be prepared and surprised when you experience Ty's work. His website, again, is futurevisioning.com. Ty's name excels at including others and wanting to share his ideas. This is found in the first vowel of an I and having a T next to it. So if you have a T-I or an I-T in your name, you, too, like to share your ideas and expose them to the entire world. Do you want to know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyatt, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is heard every weekday at various hours right here on XZBN.net radio and XZone Broadcast Network and on knowthename.com. Tune in to keep hearing the fascinating ways other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. If you wish to learn how to read a person's name or know more about your own name, please go to to knowthename.com and look at the offerings that are there and decide what would work for you. I'd love to hear from you. So write to me from knowthename.com. This is Sharon Lynn Wyatt signing off. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? 
Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.